My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name's Dawn and I'm Caddy's wife. Do you think that like, okay, how many pumpkins is too many pumpkins? One. I'm asking for a friend. One. Why? Because. Here we go. Okay. Why though? Why? Yeah. Um, because we don't have young kids anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't care about pumpkins. I, as a 47-year-old man, don't care about pumpkins. Um, I think for the past 10 years, we haven't carved a pumpkin. I think I've like used a Sharpie marker okay, or paint or something. Well, this was my, you, you delved right into my theory, which is the pandemic has allowed husbands uh-huh. to not get decorations for their wives. Like, like okay. out of the attic or out of the basement? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like it's Halloween. You know, like I'm like, oh, because I was telling the girls the other day, I'm like, I got to get my little, um, my little scare- scarecrow. Not scare. He's like a skeleton that sits in the rocking chair on the front mm-hmm. porch. And that I've doesn't gotta- work. We've had that about 15 years. Well, Sally chewed him up one time. I'll tell you a story. When he did work, yeah, he was really scary. He was one of those like skeletons when you walked up, it was motion sensitive and like the head would come up and it'd be like, whoa. And one time, the guy, the FedEx guy came up a long time ago, and it Pre, was working. pre-ring cameras. Yes, pre-ring cameras, and it scared the you know what's out of him. That happens. Yeah, obviously, if you listen to the last pod. So he threw his package down on the porch and like ran the other way. But I'm just thinking when Christmas comes, or I need my cornucopia for Thanksgiving, for my table, you know, my little turkey basket, and I put all the stuff in it, and all this stuff's in the basement in the holiday area. And I think husbands. It's a holiday area. I think husbands across the country and the world are like, this year let's just don't do so much because of the pandemic. You know, it gets you out of everything, anything and everything. Right now, you can say, "Sorry, there's a pandemic," hmm. and we fall forward. Is that what it's called? Yeah, we yes. fall forward here. And shortly, we will have been through two time changes during this pandemic. Can we say, so if you don't get up on time or you don't get where you're going because of the clock thing, you can say, sorry. It's pandemic. It's pandemic. Everything. The pandemic. Everything the pandemic. Pin it on the pandemic. Well, anyways, will you, I do need you to go down and dig up all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Get put right that on, on your, that. Put that on your list. All right. So today, on the way to the Appen Media Group and Appen Podcast Network, my hype song was from Van Halen. Oh, heartbroken. Right now is a song that was on their For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge project back in 92. I had just graduated high school. And, you know, this song reflects on living for the moment and not being afraid of of making change. And Sammy Hagar has said that he was writing the lyrics to the song at the studio very late one night and heard Eddie Van Halen in a studio like down the hall or something working on a piano medley and Sammy Hagar ran down there and said, man, we're working on the same song. We Let's get together. together. Yeah. yeah. And they did. And right now it became a huge hit for them. Uh, Eddie Van Halen passed uh, yesterday. If you're listening on upload day, which is Thursday, October 8th, Eddie Van Halen passed yesterday of lung cancer. He had had this, uh, he'd had lung cancer for about 10 years. He'd been fighting it for a long time. And he even traveled to Germany. Yeah, for to treatment. Get chemo. Yeah, yeah, for treatment. And um, he has a son named Wolfie who plays with them, um, you know, who's named Wolfgang. Um, and they call him Wolfie. And he played in the band. And he wrote the most heartbreaking thing about his father. Um, you know, it was just really sad. For me, Van Halen is like that band that, that's my high school. Like Foreigner and Van Halen, that's how old I am. But... I loved Van Halen. I loved David Lee Roth. But the thing about Van Halen is all the girls loved David Lee Roth. You remember this, like, he'd have his shirt unbuttoned down to, like, his belly button and those tight pants and everything. But Eddie was, like, the cool one in the band. You know, and even later, even though he died of cancer, you know, lung cancer, he would, he you, you remember him smoking, like, playing his guitar on stage and everything. I, when I was in high school, I camped out at a Turtles for Van Halen tickets. And my mother Well, explain Turtles, because a lot of people don't know what Turtles is. Some people don't even know what Turtles is. So if you, It's like a record bar. Right, exactly. So if you lived, in, if you lived in Atlanta, I don't I think they were only, there was an Atlanta company, because there was a Peaches record store, and there was a Turtles record store. And the logo was like this little tortoise turtle. And they also had stamps. They would give you stamps, and you would fill up these books. And when you got the book filled up, you could get, 
something, you know, whatever, like a free single, a single, single yeah, like a single, a, a single or something. Yeah. And, um, they were everywhere. And, and so a long time ago, believe it or not, kids in the magical time bus, there was no internet. And so if you wanted to buy tickets to any concert, anywhere in the city, the Fox, the Omni at the time, anywhere, you had to go to a Turtles and they would punch it in. You had, and there was like a section that was like the ticket computer. You know, like there was the store and then at the back of the store, the front of the store, they had some person who manned like the ticket area. And there's this plexiglass up there and you would go and they would look up the tickets and you would just stand there like with bated breath, like, okay, what's going to come up? You know, is, am I going to end up in the top of on the Omni? Am I going to be on the side? You know, because all tickets, just like today, went on sale at the same yeah. time. But you just had to do it in person. You had to do it in person, which is crazy to think about. Well, so you camped out at a Turtles one night with a guy named Scott? No, with my friends, Rita, Allison, everybody, all this gang from Campbell High School. But it was all these kids from all over. And so we wanted to be the first one to like get, we wanted to be on the floor for Van Halen. Well, the only way to do it was to camp out. So there was a turtle at Belmont Hills in Smyrna. And so we camped out and kids camped out all the time for tickets, adults, not kids. And I just can't imagine, can you imagine our daughters coming to us? Like I'm going to camp out for tickets in a random parking lot for two days. What did you tell your mother though? Two days. Well, we started after school Friday. We had to get there. And get everything organized. And we ran the list. I'm telling you. Me and Rita and Allison. We ran the list. So we were like number one, two, and three. And then so we had a list. And everybody had to get you know get in line. Literally behind us. And so you would kind of have your place in line. And then at night you would go into the parking lot. And so we slept in our car. I think we slept in Rita's car. Where did Nana think you were? Camping out for tickets at Turtles. In a parking lot. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's insane. What was Nana thinking? Well, I don't know what Allison told her family or Rita. Who knows? Who, who was Scott, though? There was some dude involved. Well, so I met this guy. That oh, went to another. Yeah, He went to another school. You met him in line yeah. at Turtles? We did not camp out in the same car. Let me be real uh-huh. clear. But no, so here's, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to land this plane. So <laughs> we, we decide after camping out, I guess he asked me out on a date or something. I don't know. How, how old are you? I'm 16, 17. No, I'm 17. And so he picked me up and like, I don't even know this guy. And again, where's Nana? My mom was actually a very good mother. I mean, she was a stay at home mom. I don't know what she was doing, but anyways, it was back in the eighties and he took me to see the exorcist. Well, I cannot stand on a date. Yes. I could not stand that movie. It was scary to me because I had, you know, it wasn't just a scary movie. It was a religious scary. Did he try to like reach over? I don't know. But I was like, I made up some excuse. I went to the bathroom and I said, I don't feel good. I think you're gonna have to take me home. Never saw him again. I'm not done with the story. He (laughs) didn't want to leave. He's like, I'm dying to see this movie. And so I had to call Annette to come pick me up. Your sister. Yes. He would not leave the exorcist to take his date home who did not want to see the exorcist. But that's what you get when you meet someone in a parking lot. <laughs> what are you going to do? But the the end of this story is, let's get back in the road. I got, we got like on the floor. And that was one of the first concerts. And as I sit here as a grown middle-aged woman, I remember what I had on. I remember them coming out. I took roses to David Lee Roth. Roses. And he took them from the stage. And they were just the most amazing band. And you know what? Just, he was just, he was, Eddie Van Halen was just an amazing, amazing, amazing guitar player. You know? Rest in peace. 65 years old. I know. All right. So on the way here today, we're 30 miles north of downtown Atlanta at the Appa Media Group in Alfreda, Georgia. What was your hype song on the way here? So mine was Dreams. I'm a huge Fleetwood Mac fan. And I love that song. Love Stevie Nicks. And, um... Dreams is back in the news cycle. If you're like, what's going on? Why am I seeing this, you know, song everywhere and all this stuff? There's a guy named Nathan. I'm probably not going to do his, his last name right. Apodaca? Apodaca? You think that's him? I have no idea. Well, anyway, he's a father from Wyoming and he's gone viral because he is just simply riding his skateboard with a selfie stick, cruising down the street, singing to Dreams, drinking cranberry juice. Not just any cranberry juice. Ocean, Ocean spray. spray. Out of the bottle. And I'm telling I missed this trend. I, I, I didn't even know it. this 
this anything about this guy until maybe three days ago when you asked me about it. I said, I have no idea what you're talking about. And so you sent me the TikTok. Yeah. And I had never seen it before. I, I don't know how. I don't miss trends on TikTok. Well, and so he's on TikTok and he's, he's just cruising down And his two young daughters got him on, on that TikTok. social platform. Yes. And it's there's something about the video. Like I love watching it because it's just, this is going to sound crazy. It's very peaceful. He's just so happy like and carefree. And he's just like riding a skateboard. He's not doing any tricks or anything. He's just riding it down the street singing the song and the song is perfect and then you throw in the ocean spray and it's just like magic so what's happened to him he's gone viral now has over a million followers on tiktok his handle is at dogface 420 or something isn't it yeah i think so um streams of fleetwood mac have gone up by two thousand percent it's since unbelievable this, he went viral on tiktok and just yesterday a representative for Ocean Spray, cranberry juice, rolled up to his RV in Idaho, and they presented him with a brand new truck and like a lifetime supply of Ocean Spray cranberry juice. Well, because people had asked him, like when he started to become viral, like, you know, what do you want? I don't know. Not, you know, what's going to happen? And he was like, listen, I just kind of want to do some improvements to my RV. I just like to have, you know, not even a new RV. He just wanted a couple things done to his RV. And he got a new truck. You need to get on a skateboard. What is going on? There's things you can do. I mean, like, come on. Okay. But you have to create it. Donna, is this is this the proper... No, but I mean the like proper place. No, but I'm just saying like the proper avenue. It's not you can't my point is to anybody who's listening, because everybody's listening, going, Why didn't I think of that? I love Fleetwood Mac. Why didn't I, I think about getting on a skateboard? Seriously. Drinking cranberry I juice like and ocean cranberry spray. Juice. And 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 playing dreams and Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac, um Mick Fleetwood also Hilarious. saw the trend and he he produced his own. Video. Video of him drinking ocean spray. Which here Can the, you imagine how much money ocean spray cranberry juice has gotten in free advertising? Just because they, it's kind of like the old woman who ran out of Bud Light during the pandemic and held up a sign that said, I need Bud Light or something. And yeah. Bud Light drops a, a like a, a, a truckload of Bud Light in the front yard. These companies are very smart to see these type of yeah. opportunities and to strike while it's hot. And that's the key. you got to strike quick. You must have a marketing department that goes listen we got to get somebody to idaho we got to go buy a new i think it's a toyota we got to go buy a toyota truck and then we need somebody to drive it to idaho and drop it off to dogface 420 it's just as high as well, as the sky every waking minute of the day but it worked you yeah. know but do you think that he i don't think that he expected this to happen absolutely either. not no all right no live your dreams everybody live your dreams yeah morgan wallen is a country singer um, he's going to be on Saturday Night Live this weekend, this Saturday, as the musical guest. I forgot who the host was. I should know. Um, I can count on a hand and a half the number of country artists that have been invited by SNL to be a musical guest. It d just doesn't happen. Uh, but Morgan Wallen, this is huge for him. Huge. After spending the weekend in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Partying like a rock country star. He was at the Alabama game Saturday in Tuscaloosa. And... I guess Saturday night on TikTok on my For You page. Mm -hmm. Your FYP. It showed Morgan Wallen at two dozen house parties, fraternity parties. He was at the game taking pictures. Suddenly my TikTok, and I don't have an account, I just scroll. But when I would scroll, Morgan Wallen was, was everywhere. every other picture or every other video of him hanging out with, with Alabama, Alabama students. It was insane. There must be, again, if you're not, if you don't want to be an active TikToker and you just want to like go through and scroll and see, it was, it was video after video after he, there were a couple of girls who were driving him and then he came to someone's house party and it was, it was insane. It was like, and I don't think he could find every blonde woman who goes to the University of Alabama, but he found a lot of them because I mean, it was like 50 different videos and pictures of Morgan Wallen just partying all around Tuscaloosa. Why was he there? Do you know? Is he an Alabama football fan? What's I don't know story? why he was. It was weird. Showed up out of nowhere. So on the Cadillac Jack...
page on Facebook, I threw out this question. Which celebrity have you partied with? Where was it? And how did it come down? Share your fame in the comments below. Extra points if you brushed each other's hair. Mm. Which was always code back yeah. in radio days mm-hmm. for something naughty. Knocking the boots. Um, so I got several people who reached out. Uh, first of all, Danny Langford Jr. is a pop peep for this episode. He was in Marine Corps boot camp with um, Jamie Johnson. Oh, wow. And so he and Jamie have become, have remained very good friends, even to adulthood. And he occasionally goes out on the road with them. Well, that's cool. Country star Jamie Johnson. So he's, he, he posted a few pictures. Um, Any dirty ones? Joe Wells. I don't think so. I noticed some new ones that posted, but I don't think they're dirty. Or they are. They're filthy. Stay tuned. They're mm, there filthy yep. dirty. Next episode. Talking about body parts of celebrities mm. and things. That's just seconds mm, away. Mm, mm. Uh, Joe Wells. I can say this, Caddy. Cody Jinks. Now, Cody Jinks is a Texas country artist. Last yes. played Atlanta at the Luke Combs concert. Yes. At Ameris Bank Amphitheater back in July of 2019. Cody Jinks is the only man on this earth that can match me Miller Lite for Miller Lite for four hours on a bar stool in Athens, Georgia. Wow. Then he and Ward Davis got up, walked down the street to the Georgia Theater and played the best show I've ever seen, Good Times and Awesome People. Oh, that's cool. Um, Dale Baker writes, I just need Morgan Wallen to show up at my house party. Uh, Jody Jackson, concert promoter Jody Jackson writes, I got several, but Paul McCartney told me several years ago, don't go around dropping names, just doesn't look professional. I love that. Well, the irony there is, of course, is that he, Jody's dropping Jody Paul McCartney's Paul name. McCartney, yeah. uh, Keith Rockdale Bone, huge supporter of the podcast and host of the Redneck Show. I've met Hank Jr., Wayland Jennings, Jerry Clower. But this is the best I've known, my buddy Caddy. And he posted a picture when I was a guest on his show, The Redneck Show, uh, last year. I love Keith. An old friend of my husband, I haven't read this one. An old friend of my husband's is the brother of John, uh, Elton John's percussionist. He brought us backstage at several shows in Atlanta. Elton once walked by yelling obscenities at someone while clutching his little doggy under his arm. After one show, John said, why don't you two come back to the Ritz and hang out with the band in the lobby? So that's all I've got. John Mahan, uh, John Mahan, Mon- John Mahan in the yeah, okay, in the lobby. A- anytime an artist asks you, like, "Hey, you ought to come back and party with us," go. Like, don't. That's not one of those times where you're like, "Should we really go? Do you think he really wants us to come? Do you think she really wants us to come?" Just go. Let's continue the conversation about Saturday Night Live, which premiered last weekend on NBC, and I had I had really hyped up the episode. And I apologize for that. Yeah. I owe you an apology. Um, Chris Rock was the host. Alec Baldwin returned, as predicted, with the uh, cold open mocking the debate, the presidential debate from the week prior. And Jim Carrey made his uh, debut as uh, Joe Biden. Each candidate will have two minutes uninterrupted. Boring. <laughs> Mr. President, I haven't even introduced the candidates yet. And you did take the COVID test you promised to take in advance, correct? Absolutely. Scott's on it. Now, remember, he did. This is this is after. He tested positive. Two days after he pos- uh, tested positive. We begin with the Supreme Court. President Trump, two minutes. I'm going to do ten. <laughs> and I'd like to begin with a list of complaints. People are mean to me. Joe here is very mean. Chris Wallace is mean. The economy is mean. He keeps losing jobs, which is mean to me. And the China virus has been very mean to me and being a hoax. And that statement is something that I will will probably come back to haunt me later this week. Mr. Vice President, your turn. Here's the deal. Can I respond to that, Chris? Will you just shut up, man? There you go. The famous line from the debate from uh, Joe Biden. I think sometimes Trump. when I'm looking at Alec Baldwin, he looks so much like Trump. What, what did you think about Jim Carrey as Joe Biden, though? I, I mean, there. I thought it, well, you didn't like it as much. I thought he did a good job. I just think my thing about Jim Carrey is he sometimes doesn't know how to do it subtle. You know, he almost overplays a lot of his characters because he's so it's such physical comedy. But I thought the beginning when he came out with the aviators on and everything, I thought it was really funny. And I, I did. I thought he looked like him. And I did think most of the time he sounded like him. There were times when he really did. And then I thought that there were times that it really didn't. We'll include a photo of Maya Rudolph, who came out as Kamala Harris. Hilarious. And Joe Biden, by played by Jim Carrey from Saturday Night Live in the letter this weekend. Text left on red. No spaces. Red is in the color. Left on red to the number 22828 if you want to check that out. Chris Rock, what did you think about the show overall? I thought it was good. I thought I love Chris Rock. I'm a big Chris Rock fan. I think he does just really, you know, great commentary, but not, he's very different. I mean, there's a lot of different comedians. We're big Dave Chappelle fans, and he's just like, 
you know, very intelligent comedy. But were, we'll, were you su- surprised in, in knowing how liberal Lauren Michaels is, who is the executive producer and has been since the beginning of Saturday Night Live? Were you surprised that even like Weekend Update and and Chris Rock and and they were very very. Uh, I didn't expect them to be so vicious about the president testing positive. Yeah, I don't think they were. They were. They. I think the skits and stuff were. I didn't. I thought Chris Rock kind of pulled it back a little bit. He wasn't as bad as I. You know what I mean? It was like Colin Jost and Michael Che. Exactly. On Weekend Update. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. We've talked about it. You know, before it's kind of like everybody feels differently, but I definitely feel the same way as you. That whether I agree with who our president is at any given time, I don't know. I just. There is a certain reverence for the office. And normally it wouldn't be such a big deal, but he had just tested positive for COVID. Now there are people who feel like, you know, well, I don't know, like karmas or whatever. But I just think it it was weird. The timing was kind of odd. I mean, I think they could have done some of the stuff and left out some of the other stuff that was so obvious and sort of hard hitting. I had one question, which is what happened to Woody Harrelson? I thought that Woody Harrelson played the best Joe Biden. Yeah, he did a great job. Last season, maybe the past couple of seasons. And so I, I put up my poll and I discovered that um, he had just, um, he'd had enough. He said, uh, I wasn't going to be there all the time. He just couldn't. I mean, you're talking about a, a commitment of every Saturday night plus rehearsals during the week. And, and for SNL rehearsals and blocking and walkthroughs, and, and you know, they go 20, 22 out of 24 hours a day when it gets to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, he says, I'd be open to do it again. I would be open to doing it again, but it was uh, because it was fun. Um, turns out Jim Carrey wanted to, to play vice president Joe Biden so much on SNL that he went directly to Lauren Michaels and did a pitch like pitch for the job, uh, in front of uh, Lauren and also, um, uh, Colin Jost, who is the head writer, he, he co-hosts weekend update, a segment during the show SNL, but he also is the head writer. So That's he pitched, he pitched really hard. Uh, for himself, big news about the upcoming Country Music Association Awards on uh, uh, in early November. Yeah, I want to host the CMA someday. I think I'm ever get a, a shot. This is the show everybody wants to host. I thought it was a great idea. This is going to be a different type of show because everybody's really hungry to get back on the stage to perform. A lot of years getting to play music with Hootie and, and the last 14 years here in Nashville, getting to host the CMA is just another huge step. We need country music. Who's new? Who's going to win an award? Who's popular? We're going to have a good time. We're going to go out and have a blast and laugh and say some funny stuff and see some great performances. It must be a lot of fun and now i get to find out you know what you're getting yourself into (laughs) darius rucker will join reba mcintyre co-hosting the cma awards they are november 11th 11 11 on abc so what happened to uh brad and carrie i don't know i don't know yeah you know they've been hostless for the past couple of years yeah and reba did it for i think six times you know back in the mid-2000s let me tell you about Reba. I mean, first of all, that voice, you could play a clip of Reba and have no setup and everyone would know that's Reba's voice. That Oklahoma, it's just that Reba voice. But she is like ageless. It's like they pull, again, she's another one, like Clint Black, that they pull out of like some cryogenic freezer and she looks exactly the same. And she doesn't look like one of those people who has had, I mean, I know she's had some stuff done, but it's not like that. She just... She's almost like ageless, don't you think? She is. Uh, she's dating again. Or she was married to Norval Blackstock, who yes. was Elvis's drummer, and whose son Brandon Blackstock was married to Kelly Clarkson and was executive producer on the Kelly Clarkson show. You you told me the other day that's going sideways a little bit. That divorce. That divorce is going sideways. Okay. Uh, and then Sariba divorced Norval. Then she started dating Skeeter Davis. And then they broke up. I kind of wanted them to be a thing, not necessarily to get married, but I just love the Reba and Skeeter. And just Skeeter. Yeah, imagine. What do you like, like to be? I'd like to be named Skeeter. Like if you're having a cookout and Call somebody says, somebody's like, "Well, who's coming?" Well, Jim and Sarah, and Sarah and Reba and Skeeter. You're like, "I'm going." Yeah. If Skeeter and Reba are gonna be there, I'm coming. So Reba revealed on her personal podcast, it's called "Living and Learning." That uh, listen, she's uh, she's getting her little too. Well, we don't know that. They may just be like hanging out together, but he's an actor, right? Yes. Okay, so it's Rex Lynn. And he's on CSI Miami, right? Was for like 10 seasons. Oh, okay. He's also on um, Better Call Saul and plays Principal Peterson on Young Sheldon. Yeah, yeah I am. A very sweetheart of a guy. 
Rex Lynn, and we've been talking during the pandemic. It's good to have a person to talk to, laugh with, get into subjects about what's going on, discussions about our past, our family, funny stories, him being an actor and me being an actress. And he's very into my music. I'm very into his career. It's just great getting to talk to somebody who I find very interesting, very funny, very smart. We're very stable and it's been a good six months and I look forward to having more things to look forward to. Ray McIntyre in the dating pool. She is very like a hundred times. He's very smart. We're very stable. We're very happy. Very good. Reba's excited. I think they're just talking. Nothing's going on yet. They've been FaceTiming. Showing parts to one another on the Ew, FaceTime. Okay, stop. Nobody wants to see Reba's parts like that. Uh-huh. Well, wow. clearly uh, uh, Rex does. Well. So, congratulations to Reba on getting Darius Rucker as a co-host and also. Getting Rex. But uh, <laughs> you, you go. Okay, she's got a lot of men in her life right now. But uh, I've always been a huge fan of Reba. Reba I was the too. first celebrity I ever met when I was 15 years old. Worked for a country station when I was in high school. And I wrote to Starstruck Entertainment, which is Reba's, still to this day, it's Reba's PR, marketing, social media now, uh, powerhouse firm that she owns. And asked for uh, two backstage passes and tickets to see her at the uh, balloon, the Hot Air Balloon Festival in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Now that's bold. You did, what was, did you say why? Just, did you say I'm a I big fan? I worked in radio. Oh, okay. You, you write, you write those letters on radio station, station head. Oh Or let, letterhead, radio station letterhead. Were you like, I'm the assistant, 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 assistant program director? No, Donna. I was the afternoon drive host. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. And then and I ran Channel 9 Action News after I got done. What is that? What's that motion? <laughs> oh, that's me playing with my dials. Doing your knobs? <laughs> what, um, yeah. So what was the outcome? Did you get the ticket? Absolutely, I did. And Mama and I, my mama and I, we drove to, Green, to Spartanburg, which is north of Greenville, South Carolina. To the Balloon Fest. Where the Big Peach is. And we went to the Hot Air Balloon Fest. And we met Reba and her big red hair. And I met Scott Borchetta for the first time. Oh, wow. I was 15 years old. Sandy. And Sandy Spica. And that's where my crush on Sandy Spica, who was Scott's wife, who was Reba's wardrobe. Stylist. Stylist at the time. Yeah. For years. She was in charge of the fringe. Yes. And that red dress from the CMA Awards. Oh, yeah. The fancy. That's right. Here's your one chance. Fancy don't let me don't down. Don't let me down. Hey, if you uh, plan dinner for tonight, uh, I had not. We're taping early today. It's early morning here in Georgia. Uh, I forgot to pull something out, but I'm not worried about it because, Donna, I know that in the freezer we have the chicken pot pie, oh. which is you don't have to defrost that one. There are some meals that are part of the menu, dinner affair, that you just uh, you, you pull them out of the freezer and you put them in the oven and you bake them. And the chicken pot pie is one of those. So I'm going to run home after we finish taping, and uh, I don't have to do anything for dinner. I don't have to pull it out. You thought I was going to say I'm going to run home and pull it out for dinner. Uh-uh, you weren't listening. You don't have to defrost this particular meal, so I'm fine And imagine if you tonight. wanted to make a chicken pot pie, what would go into that? I mean, the A lot vegetables. of dicing, a lot of oh, chopping. I don't even know. You can lose a digit that's when you're chopping pro- up your chicken. Well, that's part of the problem. I don't even know. So this is they do it all for you and these are not meals like sometimes some of these meal prep kits you get things and you're like you know what I probably could have done that you can't do this we had this amazing broccoli cheddar cheddar chicken chicken the other night I'm telling you I could have licked that pan it was so good so they're great meals they're things that you know you don't even think of to um, serve to your family because like I said you're constantly getting tired of trying to figure out what to cook so two to three easy steps to get dinner on the table, always 100% guaranteed. And you can save $30 off your first order from Dinner Affair. Enter the promo code CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y, at dinneraffair.com. Uh, ingredients to prepare the dinner that you ordered, separated in bags. You can add what you want and leave out what your kids don't. And they also now offer affordable, healthy, delicious, easy-to-prepare sides. And you can pair Dinner Affair sides as yourself uh, for a complete package or uh, you know a la carte. Or you can also lean on the chefs. They do pairings for the meals and the sides now at dinner affair dinner a-f-a-r-e.com 30 bucks off your first order into the promo code caddy let me tell you something your life is going to get a whole lot simpler two trucks arrived tuesday that's like Christmas. gallery furniture i was gonna uh, i was heading up there to take donna to lunch at gallery furniture in gainesville and she sent me a text tuesday morning she said listen i got two trucks coming in we're gonna have to do it wednesday packed 
to the brim of the truck. So imagine all the amazing furniture that's coming off those trucks. And these trucks arrive all the time at Gallery Furniture. Unlike many of the big box furniture retailers, when they get shipments maybe once a month, and it's the same stuff on the showroom floor all the time. They are constantly reinventing, reimagining the showroom floor at Gallery Furniture in Gainesville with new product, whether it is uh, comfortable couches and sectionals, or whether it's something for your master bedroom. They have uh, all sorts of bedding options recliners, anything that you need for your home, maybe even your office too, you'll find at Gallery Furniture. Yeah, it doesn't matter what room you're looking for. If it's something for you, if it's something for your kids who are in an apartment at school or a dorm, or if it is, you know, something for a lake house or a mountain house that you're building, Donna and Gallery Furniture, they have everything. They have a beautiful Monarch table right now, six chairs, and it has the bench. It's one of those cool new tables that has the different chairs and the bench option for seating. And that's eight forty nine. You can't even, most of the time, that's just the table. And then you've got to add in another $200 for every chair you add. Have you ever been to someone's house where they have the table, but they only have like three chairs? Because it costs money to keep adding these chairs around. So it's like, you're going to have to go get a chair from another room because they've maxed out their chairs. So this is, it takes care of your entire dining set for $849. They've got recliners from $299, tons of mattresses. If you're in the market for mattresses, this is the place to go. And don't forget, they also have rugs and all those accessories also. Financing too. Many brands and styles. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman. His legacy still lives. Ask for Donna. And now ask for Donna's daughter, Marilyn. Who signed off on the president's parade lap around Walter Reed Medical Center? Uh, uh, don't ask me. Here is a video or audio from the video on Twitter of President Donald J. Trump teasing his surprise visit. He basically told everyone what he's doing, but he said, I'm only telling you, which didn't make a whole lot of sense. But then sometimes stuff he says doesn't make a whole lot of sense either, and I'm a supporter. Okay. I question this, though. Here you go. Oh, good. I think we're going to pay a little surprise to some of the great patriots that we have out on the street, and they've been out there for a long time, and they've got Trump flags, and they love our country, so... I'm not telling anybody but you, but I'm about to make a little surprise visit. What? I'm not telling anybody but you. This is on Twitter, but I'm about to make a surprise visit to go and, and wave at my supporters. And we have enthusiasm like probably nobody's ever had. Our people that love the job we're doing, we have more enthusiasm than maybe anybody. And this is the president as he's driving around Walter Reed in a Chevy Suburban with his mask on. And the Secret Service agents in PPE, and he's waving to the crowd. This is the most unprecedented time in American history, just in general. The things that go on when you think it can't get any crazier. First of all, who are the people he's talking to? Were people requesting that he drive through no, the streets? No, but I, I'd seen the video. No, there were hundreds of supporters that were on the, you know, outside of Walter Reed on the street corners that were waving Trump flags and mm -hmm. chanting USA. Mm-hmm. They're very patriotic, Donna. Sure. It's crazy. I'm sorry. It is crazy. Again, Where did they load them up? Like, did he go down the elevator to the loading dock in the basement? Maybe they wheeled them out there on like a gurney. I, I would love to know. Like, I would love to see the security footage from Walter Reed Medical Center. Like, there are cameras in every corner at every hospital in the world. And just to see, like, did they walk them down a hall? Did they put them in a... You know how Kenny Chesney used to sneak out? Oh, in his road case. In his road case. Yeah. Uh, when Kenny Chesney would do a concert, there were about two or three tours back to back to back where he did this, where he would appear in the back of the venue first. Like he would pop out of a box or something. And they, no, well, they'd wheel him. Right. And so he's the so way, little and cat like. The way that they would get him from backstage without the crowd knowing uh, to the, the rear of the venue is they would put him in a road case, which are those cases on wheels that, that, that carry equipment for concerts. Yeah. They would put him in his own personalized road case that had like a cup holder. And on the set list for the night, and they would wheel him out to the back of the, the venue. But people, fans that were already in the venue Stick just thought that they swing. were. Right, it was a swing. But people in the venue just thought that it was a, they were just rolling a wheel, a road case out there. That's so smart. So how, how did they put Donald Trump in a road, in a road case with I don't wheels? Know. Maybe he had one of those things like Taylor Swift had that if you saw the backstage footage, I think it was in one of the documentaries on her, she would lay down and they would shoot her. And like this thing from the back of the stage to the front of the stage. So maybe he got into a tube, although that had to be a pretty like big at tube. The bank, like yeah. at the bank or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the drive-thru? And they shot him like a hamster wheel or something. I don't know. I don't know. The whole thing is crazy. He, yeah. The man is in hospital. 
Okay. He needs to get better. He does not need He says to- he's better, though. He says he hasn't felt this well in, in over 20 years. Well, <laughs> it's crazy. But he was just diagnosed with coronavirus, with uh, COVID-19 on Thursday. It was revealed on Friday. There is some conversation about whether or not it was they knew he had it before Thursday. Remember, the presidential debate was Tuesday of that week. Yeah. But then he's released from Walter Reed Medical Center on Monday night, which is 72 hours after, and they say he's symptom-free. Hard to believe. Do you think that he's going to say, I have been cured by all of these cocktails and experimental things that they gave me when I was in the hospital? Pro- I mean, mm-hmm. probably. Right. He had access to all and of them. And then he wins the election because of that. Yeah. Okay. But he's back. As are Joe Biden's negative ads, which he pulled. But I think when the when the when the the president decided to hit the ground running on the, in a suburban, yeah, while while positive for COVID nineteen, yeah, and did his victory lap, his parade lap, just to wave to the crowd and things. One of the Trump campaign spokespersons said this: He has experience now fighting the coronavirus as an individual. Joe Biden doesn't have that. What? I mean, just what do you, what do you, stop. So with what this. they're what they're saying is they're they're trying to make Joe Biden's lack of infectious disease a strike against him. <laughs> it, he doesn't have that experience, you know. <laughs> Dan Pfeiffer is a very very smart co-host of a podcast called Pod Save America, and this is what how he responded to the Trump campaign spokesman that said uh, Trump has one up on Biden because he's been coronavirus. This is like picking your airplane pilot because he has experience crashing. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It'd be funny if it wasn't real life. That'd be funny if it was a Saturday Night Live skit, but it's not. It's real life. President Trump has five military aides, and each one represents a branch of the U.S. military. They stay close to the president at all times, and they carry... Uh, the briefcase, which is known as the nuclear football, which uh, are the codes to launch a nuclear attack. The aide that was with him is among 11 people. Now, at, at record time here, this number is, I'm sure, going to go Climbing. Well, is among 11 people who work close to Trump who have contacted, uh, contracted by the COVID-19 or are isolating after potential exposure. But the dude who carries the the nuclear nuclear football football tested positive for COVID. Okay. And here's the thing about that. Have you, like, if you've ever, if you're a parent and you've ever had the flu and you're laying in your bed, you, your kids are running all around. Like there's dogs barking. There's cats climbing things. There's laundry piled up. Doors are open. You don't, but you don't care. You're so sick. You're like, you know what? I just, everybody just do your own thing. Lord of the flies. Everybody just take care of each other. Try your best. So imagine if this guy has COVID and he's got, I would just be like, listen, I don't know. People would be like, what's the code? I, I don't know. One, two, three, four, two, five, six, seven. I don't know. I don't know. I have COVID. 1600. I'm sick. As in 1600. Pen, yeah. Pen I'm sick. I don't know. And I don't care. But this is one of the most important people in the in the world. Well, there again, there are five of them. But they all five they have all, it. No, only one of the five don't. Oh, I guarantee all five have all right. it now. Okay. Kellyanne Conway, there's so many people that have tested positive after this. Chris Christie. New Jersey Governor Chris Christie is one of the many. Kellyanne Conway, former White House aide, also tested positive. Uh, She attended the Rose Garden event the Saturday night where I I do think personally all this began. Uh, Her daughter, Claudia Conway, who has become a TikTok star. Who's just lovely, let me just tell you. Broke the news 30 minutes before her mother broke it. Yeah. And now her daughter, Claudia, has COVID-19 as well. And and she's blaming Trump. Claudia is. Yeah. Claudia has gone on TikTok, and I've, she's basically the reason why Kellyanne Conway left her position. Because she would go on TikTok and rail against her mother. Her father is not a Trump supporter, and obviously her mother is. And it was, again, mildly entertaining if it wasn't real life. But if that was your child, you would be like, listen. But you, you give, me, give me your phone. Would you, Kellyanne Conway did say that to her. She, this little girl, Claudia, filmed an entire TikTok of when Kellyanne Conway didn't know of Kellyanne Conway screaming at her in the background. Give me your phone. Your, it was it was crazy, crazy. You is know it, what would be crazy is if is if um, the daughter Claudia Conway was named Time Magazine's Person of the Year or something. Okay, like well now hopefully that doesn't happen. But can you imagine? But it could give these kids more power. 
we have um, another hurricane. Yeah. Out there, um, Hurricane Delta will make a historic landfall um, Friday morning. I'm sorry, Friday evening uh, along the coast of Louisiana is where they're saying right now could hit as a category four, possibly even worse when it makes landfall. Hurricane Delta is a proper hurricane name. Like, okay, Hurricane Delta's coming. You're like, mm, bat down the hatches. Not like Hurricane Xavier, Ruth, Hurricane um, Sicily, you know, Hurricane Delta. M- get M- out the way. Get out the way. Yeah. So exactly. just wanted to uh, let you know those in the first responders and law enforcement officials and, and EMTs and the linemen and the power companies that are going to be headed down that way. We appreciate all that you do. And uh, if you are in that area listening to the podcast, know that you're on our thoughts and prayers and we wish you. Uh, the best and just do what the authorities say. Okay. Tincture Tuesday is part of the plan during the month of October at the Hemp Pharmacy. Tincture, t- explain a tincture, Don, and then I'll tell you about the massive discount. Yeah. So a tincture sounds fancy, but um, it's basically like a, it comes in a dropper. It is CBD um, oil in a dropper, but you can, you put it under your tongue and it just, it absorbs quickly because it, it goes into your body quicker. So um, it's a great way to do a, You know, some people don't like the way a gummy taste or don't want to do a smokable, don't want to do a smokable. This is a great way to do it. I do a tincture at night. It helps me sleep. I just put it under my tongue, climb in bed, fall asleep. Doesn't make me feel weird. Nothing like that. Um, and that's what a tincture is. And it's tincture Tuesdays. Here's what you get. Stop in on Tuesdays all month long for 20% off tinctures on Tuesdays. I mean, 20% that off. is a really good discount. The Hemp Pharmacy in front of the Home Depot on Wimberd Parkway, uh, they were doing a pop-up free sample day. We had a, you know, we've had some great, beautiful weather in Atlanta this week. Yep. And so one day, they just hauled a, a table out in front of the store, put a table skirt on it with the Hemp Pharmacy logo and everything, and then they invited people to come by and just grab a sample. Well, and they have these awesome new... We were in there last week um, hanging out with Christy and Richard, and some listeners came by, and they have these awesome chocolate... Um, little chewables, CBD chewables, and they are so good. Um, the, the dangerous thing about them is you want to, you want to eat the whole bag, which here's the thing that's not going to make you climb a tree or do anything weird. It might just make you go to sleep, but they taste amazing. And that's one of the biggest things with, um, doing CBD edibles, whether you do a gummy bear or a, a chocolate or a chocolate bar, you want something that tastes good. Sometimes when people, um, do though, taste those things, they're like, Oh, they don't taste so good. All of the ones that they have at Hemp Pharmacy, I'm not just saying, they taste amazing. They're all organic. The reason the company is called Pharmacy is it's F-A-R-M. Everything is organic. It tastes really good. Their gummies taste like gummies. The chocolate tastes like chocolate. So good. Follow them on Instagram. Hemp Pharmacy. Hemp F-A-R-M-A-C-Y underscore Alpharetta for great deals, including Tincture Tuesday, 20% off all tinctures during the month of October. Swing by on Tuesday. And say hello to Christy and Richard Roth and uh, everybody at the Hip Pharmacy in front of the Home Depot in Alpharetta. Raise your hand if you're in for the return of live music. We have been for a long, long time, and we have been planning an event for a long, long time, and it's happening. It's called Uncorked at Painted Horse Winery and Vineyards in North Fulton County, uh, 30 miles north of downtown Atlanta. And if you remember a particular, there was a restaurant in Roswell called Swallow with the Hollow back in the day. It had one great, some of the best barbecue I've ever had in my life. But they would also on the weekends have songwriters down from Nashville. The, 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 the most interesting thing about seeing and hearing a songwriter perform their number one hit is a lot of people don't realize that when the artist gets a song and records it and releases it, sometimes there have been changes from the original way that the songwriter wrote it. Right. When you see these songwriters perform their hits, you you see them as they were originally written and originally meant to be performed. Yeah, and how they were pitched to the artist. And also they tell the stories behind them. And the stories are the most fascinating thing. The great thing about, I mean, country music, I think even more so than other genres. I know there's a lot of music that, you know, even in rock that people write songs and and, and the lyrics mean something. But in country music, there are some amazing stories to the music. And what a lot of people probably don't know about Nashville, and I think it's true today as much as it used to be, is that there are people who write in rooms all the time. Um, and they get together, you know, there's three or four writers that get together and their job, that's the most interesting thing about Nashville. There are writers who are employed to write music. They're not just, you know, there's people who pitch songs, who write songs on their own, but there are also songwriters who are employed by labels 
to write music. And that's what they do every day. They show up every day just like a job, like you show up to your job, and they write music. It's fascinating. Saturday night, November 14th, on court to Painted Horse Winery and Vineyards, we welcome uh, amazing, winning, award-winning singer-songwriters, including Tony Arada. Tony Arada wrote the dance for Garth, one of the most recognized and loved country songs in the history of music, released back in '90. Tony Arada uh, has also hidden, uh, written uh, hits for Clay Walker, among others. So you get to hear the, the, the story from Tony Arada himself, the songwriter, about how the dance you know, about how he envisioned it and about where he was when he wrote the song. Greg Barnhill is also going to join us for Uncorked. Uh, Greg is 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 a go-to songwriter for Tim McGraw. Greg has written for everybody, from Tim McGraw to Tony Bennett, Chicago. He wrote uh, Walk Away Joe, the number one hit for Trisha Yearwood and Don Great Henley. Song. Has written uh, for Etta James, Jessica Simpson, Leanne Womack, Lone Star, Ricky Skaggs, Kelly Clarkson, Lee Greenwood, among others. And so you get to hear the stories behind the songs as they are performed on a stage at the Uncorked. And Joanna Cotton is uh, going to join us as well. Three three award-winning songwriters and, and singers. And Joanna Cotton is... Uh, Eric Church's muse. She is that, but has one of the most soulful voices that you've ever heard in your life. And you, she most recently performed with Eric at the ACM Awards. She'll perform with him at the CMA Awards coming up on 11-11. Uh, Eric's been releasing a lot of new music here lately. I think it's going to be a double album that will be released sometime very, very soon. And Joanna sings on every single song and has since 2007. She was hired full time by Eric Church in 2007 to be his uh, to go on the road with him and perform in every concert that he does, but also to record on all the albums. And I made this analogy to somebody the other day. You know, like when you hear a Home, the, the Home Depot radio commercial, it's the same voice every time. Home Depot pays that guy well enough to where he doesn't have to do work for anybody else. And they won't allow him to do work for anybody else because when you He's hear voice his voice, they want you to associate it with Home Depot. Joanna Cotton is the rare example in the music world of that as well. She doesn't perform for anybody else. Eric Church pays her well enough that, that she performs with him in the studio on every album, but also performs with on stage at every concert. Uh, there is, well, you will never see or hear another backup singer on an Eric Church album or on uh, during an Eric Church concert other than Joanna Cotton. So she's also uh, written like 20 songs. She had a deal, a record deal herself from Warner Brothers before Eric scooped her up in 2007. So um, here, Joanna Cotton, uh, I'm going to sing uh, Over When It's Over, the Eric Church version with her at Uncorked. Oh, I'll be there for that, <clears throat> for sure. It's over when it's over, ain't it, baby, ain't it? Okay. Hit yeah. you like a mm-hmm. hammer. I'm going to bring a tambourine and everything. Tickets are on sale now. Complimentary Valley Parking. They have an Uber Lyft uh, area that's accessible at uh, at the winery. Bring your lawn chairs and your blankets. Uh, Q's going to be there with their award-winning barbecue for purchase. Cherry Street Brewing is going to uh, be there with beer for sale. And, of course, some of the, the, the most delicious wine ever. And if you don't live here, come and stay with us. Come see us. If you live in a city outside of Atlanta and you listen to the pod and you're like, you know what? I want to take a little road trip to Atlanta. This is a perfect reason to come. So come down, hang out with us and see the concert. And you can stay at the Even Hotel in Avalon because they've got a special rate there. $89 for you on the night of the concert. All right. So join us. Information about Uncorked Saturday night, November 14th in the Saturday's issue of The Letter. Text left on red to the number 22828. Red is in the color R-E-D. And no spaces. Pod peeps for this episode include Michelle Kellett. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. K-E-L-L-E-T-T. Michelle writes, make the chili. Amazing how three paragraphs can make you stop and think. I've thought about these three paragraphs several times today. Thank you. We all take so much for granted these days. I think we all can agree. 2020 has sucked ass. Well, there goes our, we made it all the way to pod peeps. But it wasn't you. It was Michelle. It was Michelle. That's okay. Um, but we have to remember to make the chili. Be kind, be happy, be blessed. Thank you, Michelle, for your support of the podcast. And she's referring to something we talked about in a previous pod about a person who had lost their husband. And all he wanted was for her to make chili, and she was complaining it was going to be kind of like she didn't want to do it. But the point is, make the effort, make the chili. Holly Bagby is back as a pot peep. She fell during a round of can't beat Jack recently. Uh, I have a friend giving me crap for losing to you. She says she can beat you. Works for juvenile court in Cherokee County, and she's married to a deputy. This sounds like she's got some muscle coming. She also doesn't think misophonia is real. She says it's misophony. <laughs> I, this is, I love this. I'm going to use this from now on. Misophony. 
P-H-O-N-Y. Please let her play and beat her like you did me. Go dogs, Holly. See if we can't line up your friend uh, for an upcoming round of You Can't Beat Jack. Amanda is a pod peep. Talking about the pandemic. A lot of feedback from the episode of the podcast where we talked about uh, the pandemic and COVID-19. And uh, I probably received the most feedback of that particular conversation than any conversation we've had since we launched in early January. Talking about the pandemic, I couldn't agree with you more. In the big scheme of things, the 6,000 death toll in Georgia is an extremely small number. Our days are numbered and we are born to die, literally. Life must go on to live each day as it's your last. Am I at high risk for it? Probably. Do I wear a mask? No. I attend church, go to the grocery store, out to eat. I refuse to be cooped up at home living in constant fear, uh, writes Amanda. Gina Crow also reached out about that particular conversation. Faithful listener, and I'm listening to your 10-1 pod, October 1st pod, and I completely agree with you about COVID-19. I'm a healthcare worker for 27 years, and my opinion is that I, too, have more risk of dying in a car wreck than COVID. It's real and it's deadly to some groups, but I will not live in fear. All caps. That's no life at all. Gina Crow, thanks for your support of the podcast. Let's uh, continue the conversation on social media at ATL Cadillac on Twitter and Instagram. There's the Cadillac Jack uh, page on Facebook. And uh, I want to check the phone number real quick. Mm. The uh, podcast voicemail text line. This is always so riveting. Which is 770-464-6024. Comes straight to my phone. And got one. Oh, oh okay. Good. 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 Shane. Good, good. Shane. Uh-uh. At your age, you can never trust a. Oh my gosh! At your age, you can never trust a fart caddy. Yes, if you listen to the previous pod, thank you'll you, Shane. Understand what that's in reference to. We have a small ask of you: three things. Number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Number two, rate and leave five star reviews to the pod. And number three, kindly show our sponsors some love. And they include Gallery Furniture in Gainesville, Hemp Pharmacy, Windward Parkway in front of the Home Depot, and DinnerAffair.com. DinnerAffair.com. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen, who is also editor of the weekly e-letter, The Letter. Hit your inbox Saturday mornings at 910. Look for that. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.